0: This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Freeman. And you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. Hi right, Project, welcome back. Uh, we have an interesting episode for you today, which you may have not thought about before. Uh, this is about how your gym can get a waitlist. So, a uh, bit of a weird concept. I, I know, I think most gyms are like, well, that would be fantastic to be full and have a waitlist, but... The process of getting there and the strategy to get there is not just like, oh, let's get full and have a wait list. There's actually some tactical things you can do along the way that can actually make it feel like you have a wait list or create a wait list much earlier on. And we'll talk about the benefits of why having that wait list earlier on is is, is good for the growth of the gym. Um, but for context, for anyone that doesn't know, we do have a wait
1: list um, at our gym locker room we purposely set it up and designed it that and way i think just beginning. to be clear like what a wait list is basically members come to join they go oh, hey i'm willing to pay and start and we say no you can pay a deposit and we will get back in touch with you when a spot opens up at the gym yeah it's not like a fake wait list that we do every month that we go okay we'll let you in next month oh we're losing money because we have. yeah a wait list it's like right a now. genuine wait list where there are no it's not, i guess i mean it's not artificial how many other gyms are like artificial wait lists like oh we only take on eight clients for this challenge no, right. I mean like gym is completely full, and then people have to wait to get in the gym.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is this is uh, this legitimate wait list, right? We're not, we're not. Yeah, we're not creating. No, like not a, a fake. A one. False, that's what I think you need. Yeah, to start yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, people, people might be thinking, oh, this is like a cool marketing tactic. No, no, no. no just no. a genuinely full gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a great place to be. Let me tell you, a great place to be to actually have to turn away clients uh, or just take money to hold their spot. Uh, but how did we get here? Obviously, it took us probably the best part of eighteen months to create. Um, the gym to get the gym pretty much full if we take out yeah. like pretty much yeah the lockdowns just over and stuff a like that. yeah just over a year um and we're going to talk about why it's important for you guys and i think why any gym can do it as well like it's not just reserved for this you know executive gym no no network, no, no every pretty gym should any, have any gym can do it and i think what was you know interesting for us is in probably by far what is the most saturated gym market in australia in sydney um, that there's ever been we still were able to generate a wait list which i think i think would have been a lot easier to do 10 years ago yeah right? of course there's yeah. way more way less supply way more demand demand supply, it was outstripping supply. supply it's very easy to have a wait list right
1: and i would even say with our old crossfit gyms that we used to own um, at different points we definitely could have had a wait list if we used some of the strategies in here for sure we for just sure. didn't really know about the concept and you know we were younger so we just kind of thought like i'll oh, just get as many as you can so We're going to go through kind of three things um, for you
0: guys that will help you generate a wait list. And then again, when you have the power of this wait list, you have like an infinite demand in some ways on your service um, if you're able to kind of cultivate it and really just keep it thriving. And that's important because you always want people knocking on your door. And if you can just create a... Uh, a system or a setup in a way that it's kind of happens organically, that's going to save you a lot of money on advertising, a lot of stress in the future. If the second someone leaves, like, cool, I can get someone to, re- yep. to replace you. And there's the feeling of knowing that amongst your membership base, that people could leave anytime, we're going to get into this, uh, but they lose their spot. I think it also really impacts your churn rate and, and your stickiness. Huge as well. improvement. And just your mindset. Yep. Like the, the safety net that it gives you as an owner is, is huge, knowing that. If I lose this person, I got a replacement instantly.
1: Um, Cool. All right. So step one here, we've got limit supply. Yeah, I think this is the first step you have to do because most gyms just never limit their supply. If you don't limit it, it's it's actually impossible to have a wait list. Impossible. If you never say, okay, this is how many members my gym has, it's impossible. But you have to limit, I think usually multiple. You have to say like, this is how many morning clients we could have. Maybe this is how many in a class. So I guess like, you know, the limits we've got is like, we have limited amounts of people, obviously in every session. And then we have limited amounts of people for like blocks of the time. Hey, we can only have this many in a session, which is like two people. Uh, We can only have this many in the morning. It's like 80 people. And we can only have this many in the whole gym and it's like 140 people, right? Like we have those limits in place and you just have to do those limits. Otherwise, there is no definition of a wait list. You don't know where you're heading. And also the best part is just like, you know, anyone that has bought, well, most people have never bought a Rolex, but anyone that's bought something where they limit supply, they know that's obviously how you also raise prices. Yeah. Right? As you just like, anytime you limit the supply of anything, it raises the price. And when you just say, hey, it's unlimited, it obviously lowers the value of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and um, I think for gyms, it's a little bit more interesting because the, like, I think after a certain point when you want a Rolex, the want for a Rolex kind of never goes away and it can only be satisfied in one place. Whereas, like, I need to get into shape here because I'm fat, I'm out of shape. This place can't give it to me, even though I really want it, I'll just go somewhere else. So I, in some ways, it does kind of help to be a, a more unique offering, which has always spoke to all the things we've talked about on this these types of shows in the past, that you need to be unique in a certain way. If you're a commodity yeah. gym, it's harder. Yes, you can have a wait list and like, it will work and it will give you a point of difference because people are like, there must be something better here. Well, the, 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 the limited supply can be the point of difference. Sometimes, it can be. Yeah. You know? And it can make the curiosity, right? Yeah. Why is this place better? But it's going to be a lot harder when you're a commodity because someone will be like, "No, I want to train now. Like I've got this new year's goal. I need to get started by this time." You can't do it. Fuck. I'm just going somewhere else. Yeah. You know. But they might be like, "Put me on the wait list. If it opens up, I'll come back." So I understand that. Um, but I agree. The limiting, the limiting of supply needs to be in a way that seems reasonable and realistic to people, yeah. and it feels urgent as well. Like when we said to people, "Look, you can train now. We've got some availabilities left after 2 p.m. But if you want to train before 2 p.m., which most people do." i'm sure there's like five or six people on this wait list and they're like fuck that's really believable it's yeah. like you're not telling me i can't train you're just saying at the time i want i just can't do it
1: that's why it's so powerful right because you can you can have a fairly empty gym but find some place in the gym where you're full exactly almost straight away right and we usually say that it's like a sales thing but if you limit the supply you can raise prices and if you have urgency like hey there's only two spots left that gets people to act now yeah so with the limits you can often get both of those things mm so if I was to give a like pretty realistic example, let's say most gyms are what sixty percent full.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so just enough you, to pay rent. Right. So if you're um at a terrible salary for the gym owner, so if you're at that point where most gyms are, right, how are you going to create a limited supply? My like one way you could do it, maybe Raf, you got a you got a mm. better way to do this, but one way I would consider doing it is just being like, hey guys, right now we have this many coaches on, this many sessions on and uh, we are not going to increase our capacity to take people on until we get to this many clients or whatever or, or or and then we'll bring on a new staff member or we'll expand capacity i think when you kind of leave that door open um as a oh we just add classes as people come it's like oh we're just indefinitely 100%. just hiring so it's just like guys right now we are not hiring and and, and this and that and we're not adding more classes till here we have five spots remaining at this current capacity and we will not be moving off those five spots, increasing the amount of class times until that time. And you can just pitch out in the cell. Hey, right now we've chosen to um, keep the business at this size, uh, which means we've only got room for five more clients. We're not, taking it, we're not hiring a new coach for the foreseeable future and we're not adding sessions times. So I'm not gonna come here and promise you more session times, more availability. This is all we have, do you want it or not? Everything else is booked out. Uh, yes, I want it, okay, cool. Now we only have three spots remaining. Next person comes, look. We've been taking some people on. We've decided look until our waitlist gets to a certain size we're probably not going to expand the capacity of the gym. I can put you on the waitlist and then if someone leaves I can let you know I can bring you in. It's $500 to be on the waitlist. What do you want to do? And that's just the way to do it. You literally change nothing. You just all of a sudden said, "Cool, line in the sand. We're not growing at at this point," which when you're 60% full and you're not paying, you're not earning much money, is a hard thing to do, but you've got to you, do it. But it works in reverse. The psychology works in yes. reverse. So it's like, "We're not growing past this point." People are like, that's stupid. It's like, no, but it's limited for now. And then run that for a while. Get full at that point. Don't take people on and see how it works until you're like, dude, if I literally hire a coach right now and open up formal classes, I can add 10 grand a month. That's like, okay, maybe not 10 grand. I want five, six grand a month recurring. Look how big my wait list is.
1: That's the point you want to get to because then you know the second that you open it up, you're making money. For sure. And it's like, you know, I would do this if you're a personal trainer as well. I would say, yeah, I only work with 20 clients. Yep. that's it and it just people um, people respect you a lot more like how would you respect an airline you go how many on the flight do as whatever you haven't even thought about it no I don't know not really just as many as I don't know lots yeah you'd be like this is oh you clearly don't care about customer service and safety yeah right But a plane that goes 250 yeah we could squeeze one more but that's the perfect number for experience and everything you go I'll buy a ticket to that exactly right so it just it also just shows a level of maturity and not being like no as, as many as possible you yeah. know it's just yeah and people will respect you more they'll pay you more
0: yeah, like there's a guy that we're gonna have on the show in two weeks. I'm really looking forward to this interview. We're gonna talk about blood work and hormones and all this sort of stuff. And when I spoke to him on the phone initially, I was like, dude, it's like a website you can send me to and stuff. He's like, oh, look, I'm just like so full. My wait list is so big. He's like, I just don't need a website. Yeah. He goes, My service is just so in demand. I need all that stuff. I'm like, oh wow. I'm like, so you just have those links on your Instagram? He goes, Yeah. I'm like, fuck. He's like, I just can't work with any more people. I'm mm. fully I'm full. And my services are just in that much demand. And I think if you just pitch that to the next sales the like just try it on the next person that comes to the door hey look we just have so much demand for what we do because we just do this better than anyone else and we've just kept it limited because right now we just want to focus on this initial 60 clients like we need to get them the best result um i can only open up five more spots yeah like i'm only going to 65 and then we'll reevaluate if we want to open up more even though you know in your head i would love to have 120 clients start by pitching the next new people only going to work with the 65 our services in such high demand we're such good so good at what we do the results are so fantastic i just can't work with more than 65 right now i'll let you know in the future do you want to join our wait list
1: and deal with those problems when you get to them Yeah. right when you get full and then you think maybe i could do more then you deal with that problem there better problem to have
0: yeah so
1: second step we got here and this is probably the killer why people don't get there is that once you set the number okay i'm not going to have more than 80 members 20 clients whatever it is you have to have a very low amount of churn. Because typically what you'll find is that maybe if you're like more of a group gym, you might be like, look, I can, I can have like 100 and 200 members at this gym. It's never gonna last if your churn is too high. So uh, a good example that I've got is that you know at our gym, we can have around 140 members at the location we've got at the moment, the first location, and we have 3% churn at the gym. So we're only needing to replace max about four members in a month at that point that is very very easy and that will allow us to still have a waitlist list we only need to take on one person a week right to maintain our wait list at 140 members if we had 10% churn which is still pretty good and it's about industry average for um for a gym like ours, we'd have to replace 14 members a month and it's just a huge that's a, a member every two days yeah right it is like a, including weekends it's just a complete difference so like first you limit supply and then you work out i would say how can churn be four or less percent group gym i know it's not going to be three but it's got to be like five or less percent otherwise it just will be too hard mm.
0: yeah and it's why also most gyms that run at 10 percent churn only have a certain number of years before that's it they're done because they rinse through the whole market right exactly yeah if you do four because you're stuck in a location stuck stuck in the uh, i mean if you think about how many people would actually be a candidate for a certain gym let's use an f45 for example say f45 sydney cbd northern cbd okay we're probably looking at it's probably one of the most densely if not the most densely populated area um in sydney you're probably looking at let's say maybe 5000 clients right maybe less maybe let's call it 2000 clients right you think fuck that's a lot of potential clients i'm full at 200 but if you're churning of those at 200 clients if you're churning 10% if you're churning 20 of them like think about it, 20 It's a member in a every month, single
1: weekday that you lose.
0: That's 250 in a year that you churn through, right? So 250 in a year, eventually that, that 2,000 number is yeah. going to come up pretty quick.
1: Five, and also six, it gets harder because you don't want to be pulling on those last few, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's 2,000, it's all right when you're pulling on the first 500 because that's the lowest hanging fruit. When you're getting down to the last 500 of that 2,000, it fucking becomes harder. And then eventually they're gone. Everyone's done it.
0: And Everyone's gone. moved on. And that's the most densely populated area. If you're pulling on a group of, if you're pulling on a pool of 500, right? 500, and then you're still churning 10% and you need to get up to 200 clients, you're going to be through your market pretty quick. Yeah. That's going to be the end of it. And then the next gym pops up. And it's gone.
1: Whereas if your churn was at 4- 4 or 5%, it would basically be endless. Yes. Because slower. it's so much slower that just the people moving in and out of the area would probably be fine for you.
0: And it just gives you a, uh, it just gives you more time and opportunity to improve your product, to deliver more. When those clients are staying around, if someone leaves so quickly, you don't get an opportunity to be like, okay, what could be better here? How can we fix it? Oh, that's actually better. Okay, I've done a better job. You're rating me high. You're giving better feedback. You're referring better. If someone's in and out in 30 days, you don't even get time to implement or roll anything out. They're just, they're gone so quickly. So focusing on churn, I mean, that's a whole different episode, but that that would actually obviously help improve the wait list. Step number three here is uh, we've got focus all your energy on net client
1: growth to target uh, for the next 12 months. Yes, yeah, so that would be like if once you decide on what the supply is, so you say, okay, I'm not having more than 80 members, then just work backwards. I'm at 50 now, i got 30 to do. Cool. Every single month, that's about three clients. Yes. If you just work on that I and it's, it's obviously it's the most important thing you can do because everything gets better once you get to that wait list. It's the easiest money to take off the table, and it'll just stop you getting distracted along the way. Because often you might get you get you get within ten twenty percent of that wait list, and things will be going really well. You make money again, and that's when you start to think, oh, like you don't have to push all the way there. But if you like stick with that target, you can push all the way there. Yeah.
0: The 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 top of the mountain is so much better than the climb in this particular scenario. So you want to try and stay at that full with a waitlist for as long as possible. Um, Because yeah, as that waitlist grows and people know about it, it just makes a big difference in terms of like, just knowing something has a waitlist and you're trying to buy it, it just really makes you want it. You know, someone's like, ah, we'll see how we go. We'll put you on the waitlist. And it just seems so much better when you finally get there and you get into it. And it also has the effect of within the client base that's there it's like hey guys we are full we do have a wait list if you decide to leave just so you know we won't be able to like you won't have a spot here again and it makes it seems really reasonable it's not a harsh thing it's just like this is the reality of where we are we didn't used to be here you guys remember it when we weren't here i wasn't lying to you but now we've just gotten popular and that's where we're at and that is the place that we've landed with locker room and you know it's a good thing obviously in many ways but yeah it also has the consequence for our clients unfortunately sometimes they're got to go away for work or sometimes they have to take a period of time off or something happens
1: they want to come back sorry i can't yeah. do it and All and the, the best part of this it actually improves your churn because people will often pay a membership just to not lose their spot yeah they'll be like oh look i'm away traveling like if you guys weren't so busy i would just cancel and come back but because i know i can't just keep me on keep me rolling mm. you know keep me rolling and, and and i'll be i'll be back and And I'll make use of it. It also can be a really good way, this step three of focusing on this goal, I think to change what you're doing. So if you're a PT, like don't even consider opening a gym until you've got a wait list for a while as a PT. And then same thing what we're doing now, which like we have a first gym. What's the point of opening a second gym until we've got a wait list for a while on the first gym, right? So you can use it as like, it's a good way to use for milestones, I think, as you advance your career as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, All right, well, hopefully that's helpful. Now, bonus tip here is, as Raph said, it's uh, helping you, uh, it gets easier. The, the closer you get to the waitlist, so covering all of them off. The limiters limit the supply. Number one, uh, number two, have less than four percent churn monthly, and then number three, focus on energy net client growth. And then bonus tip here is, um, yeah, it's getting easier as you get closer to the waitlist, uh, not harder. So we've experienced this. Um, I think we're probably the only gym in Sydney, I would say, with a waitlist outside of some like really good unique personal trainer, but definitely as like a gym brand. Uh, and we want that for you guys as well. I think it's a, it's a great thing to have and it's, um, it's a great way to run your business. And I think it's just a, a sign of a really good product and service. Yeah. And I think if you really struggle to get to a wait list, it probably speaks volumes about how your service and your product could improve a lot and get it, better. It's
1: definitely the easiest way to communicate that it is a good product to someone. Yes. You say, hey, it's a good gym. Yeah, it's a really good gym. If you say, hey, it's a good gym. Yeah, it's got a wait list. The second one's a lot more believable because yeah. it's using like other people and, and Social the proof. market to prove it rather than your own opinion. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, guys, if you enjoyed that, leave us a comment down below. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you're listening to this on uh, on the podcast, then as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll speak to you guys next week.